going on, everybody? It's Christian Palmer here at Off The Cuff, where conversations lead to inspiration. Today, I'm joined by a special guest who's known for his sensational lyrics and music. He's opened up for some of the biggest artists we know today, Snoop Dogg, Mac Miller, R.I.P. Mac Miller, 2 Chains, and many others, to name a few. He's actually joining us today to walk us through his journey and how it all started. Without further ado, here's Off The Cuff with P. Muna. I'm the go, go, I'm the go. Oh no, I ain't that preacher, preacher selling hope. But all I know is that this music here done saved me. All them troubles I overcame is here to make me. So I'm the go, I'm the go, I'm the go. Raising that church where they all get the holy. Muna, man, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Um, you know, it's a pleasure to have you, bro. Yes, like, sir. It's good to see you, man. You're doing great. Thank you, man. You too, um, brother. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. But yes, yeah, sir. like, you know, it's funny enough because I was spending some time, right, trying to think about where we first connected. And yeah. I remember, um, I think it was my EOP year. For those that mm-hmm. don't know, uh, Moon also went to University of Albany. Yeah. And I believe that when I was an EOP freshman, mm-hmm. I got the opportunity to go to EOP Nights and Remember. Yep. And you came on stage and stuff. And yep. you just started free time. This is the first time I think I even knew of you. Yeah. And the one song I actually remember you you, you played um, was Let, Let It Go. Let It Go, yeah. Man, like when I when mm-hmm. I remember that, I remember the lyrics, I remember the whole engagement you had from both sides of the angle and stuff. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, that was what, 2013? Yeah. Even before that, right? Yeah, it was like 2012 was 2013. Yeah, that was like. That's insane. Yeah, because that. I graduated 2012 and then my freshman year going into that fall semester, yeah. I got the opportunity to go there. But it's crazy to think mm-hmm. from 2012 or 2013 is yeah. right. Um, keeping in contact with you right and then when yeah. i connected with you reconnected with you it was just yeah. like it was all love like we you know yeah. first had all so love, i man. definitely appreciate you just for being on yeah, the show no, respect man, bro. respect absolutely so you know i want to kind of get into it where <clears throat> i want to learn more about your upbringings and who yeah. was prosper before he became p Muna. yeah um yeah so i grew up in a small town called catskill new york um raised by a single mom um, with, um, and, um, my father died when I was like, probably like a month and a half old, you know, he died from drowning, from saving a kid, you know, they unfortunately actually both drowned, you know, wow. just through like, you know, the kid was struggling and like pushing the head down and, you know, they both. Was this on an open leg? Was it at a pool? Um, this was at a pool. This was at like a group home. Okay. And, um, you know, the kid got pushed into the pool and, wow. you know, my father went to go save him. They both unfortunately drowned. So, you know, I grew up. You know, with my mom, that's all I knew. I knew stories of uh, my father, which was always great, you know. And it's it's funny that I look back, how I reflect now, because even though, you know, only in, you know, a month and a half, you know, um, I always felt that he was with me because, you know, I have my kid now. And, like, even over the few weeks, you know, thank you, thank you so much, you know. And even over the course of these few weeks, you know, just all the love that I've been giving my kid, you know, I, I, like... Like, I, I see how, you know, how I was always felt, you know, I always felt my dad, like, over those years and stuff, so. But, yeah, you know, grew up with a single mom um, in the town of Catskill till we were about, like, 12 years old, you know. And I, you know, I had a great childhood from that point. It was, like, a small town, you know. We used to love to, like, rollerblade. We used to love to just get outside and play tag, play wolf tag, you sure. know. Um, had a bu- I have a bunch of siblings. I have six, uh, six of us I have a... Uh, five brothers and uh, one sister 
And um, yeah, you know, we grew up in a very humble beginnings, you know, um, you know, and but at the same time, you know, I was just blessed to have such a strong mother who always worked so hard and who always set a great example, you know, at a young age. And, you know, and one of the, the great things about what she would always um, um, would like always just say is, you know, like to work for yourself and be your own boss. And like she was always an entrepreneur. Wow. You know, even though she, she, even though she like worked as an RN and, and did a lot of things, you know, she always had like a side business to eventually even now, like she just runs her own business now. Wow. So, you know, after I was about 12 years old, you know, um, we had to move to Albany and um, that's where like things change. That's where, you know, you know, I, my childhood, you know, was in Catskill and then when I moved to Albany, mm. that's where I was, that's where I tell people I grew up, mm. you know, cause we grew up right in the middle of the hood. Like, you know I mean? We moved right to the middle of the hood, um, you know, and Albany was different, you know, you know, it's, it was a, it's a lot faster pace. It's like a small city, right. you know, and you know, it was rough. We moved right in the middle of, you know, just, you know, drugs and violence and, you know, gangs and, you know, we were part of that community, you know, and, you know, it was, it was, uh, you know, it was a challenge, like, just the everyday growing up, you know, um, you know, just, you know, being safe, like, you know, like, wanting to go outside, like, we would hang out outside and stuff, but, you know, like, it was just, it was a challenge, because, like, you know, certain areas you couldn't go to, you know, and things like that, but, um. And why'd you move? Um, yeah, so, yeah, we moved, you know, um, there was multiple things, but one of the reasons why is, you know, uh, my two brothers, they were getting into a lot of trouble mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they got kicked out of, um, they got kicked out of what, like the, the high school and stuff. So they, so, and then plus like we got evicted from our home and also um, like they couldn't go to school in the, in the district anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was like the only school. So, and we made our way to Albany and they were going to school in Ravina at the time, it's like halfway from Albany, from Catskill to Albany. And then they had trouble there too. Mm. And then, you know, eventually they were in Albany High and all that stuff, or in Hackett and then Albany High. But um, but yeah, so, you know, that we kind of like made our way to Albany through then. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it was uh, like, you know, it's, it's been a, just a journey that's taught me a lot. You know what I mean? I've learned so much from my brothers, you right. know what I mean? Like being the third oldest and, seeing my brothers do so many things, like make so many mistakes and just, you know, whatever it was, you know, I just learned what to do and what not to do. So, you know, you're in Albany now, yeah. right? Where did, where did the, uh, the passion and inspiration for music develop from? Yeah, so, yeah, the passion in music and the inspiration for music actually started even way before Albany. It started um, back when I was in Catskill, you know, when I was like seven years old and, um, you know, my stepfather, you know, he would give me CDs mm. of, um, you know, you give me CDs of Neo and 50 Cent and DMX and, you know, the Lost Boys and Nas. He would give me all, like, really like the hip-hop yeah. R&B, you know. But even before that, my mom, she would, you know, like, my, my like, grounded soul is, like, gospel and just soul. My mom would always play her Mary Mary, her Luther Vandross. Oh man, like she would always just that bring you back. Yeah, yeah, she'd play her, you know, Michael Jackson. I, I'm just like visualizing it now. Like we were so small, but I just I remember even like she had like this room. She had her own room like upstairs, and and yeah, she would just like blast her, you know, her Luther Vandross and 
all her R&B and all her soulful songs. So, you know, I was really grounded in that mixed with R&B and hip hop, you know, from my stepfather, like feeding me, you know, all the latest. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, I was, I've been rapping since I was seven. I literally can remember my first rap. Like, you remember it? Let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, yeah. My first rap was called Baldy and it was, it was spelled, I spelled it B-A-L-L apostrophe D and it was because my mom gave me a haircut and she, it you was know, a baldy yeah it was a baldy so you know I had the little tape recorder you know okay. I had the you know at the time that was like my little studio mm. I was all write raps in my little notebook and then I did it on the tape recorder and like even still to this day I, I remember it you know I spit it to my kids even now they're like you know I'm like I remember my first wow. rap and even my one son now he's just like you know how do you how do you like remember a rap I'm just like you know, it's practice, but a part of me just like, you know, when I write something down that means so much to me, mm. I just, I just automatically remember it, especially wow. when it like rhymes and it like flows just, you know, so yeah. Wow. That's amazing, man. And then when you write and stuff, um, where, where does that inspiration come from? Do you usually write about your experiences? Well, yeah. So I, I really just write off like pure experiences and, and also just like aspirations and dreams too. You know what I mean? I write about sometimes like where I want to be, where I, where I see myself. You know, like I kind of write into the future, and it's funny because you know, you know, when I've I've been doing that, it's like years later I've seen myself actually living that. You know what I mean? Sure. Almost like speaking it into existence. So yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, so. that's dope. I mean, a lot of people say that that's usually the law of attraction. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I remember yep. seeing a Netflix um, documentary for the first time, and for those who haven't watched it, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, it's called The Secret on the Netflix, secret. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they talk about the law of attraction. Yep. And I remember, like, you know, if you ideate, if you ideate around in your mind and put certain things in your mind, you could, like, yep. actually touch it and feel it. If you can visually see yourself in yeah. it, life just works in a way where things are just come right. about and you actually find those things happen. Where do you get your positivity and humility from? Um, you know, I, yeah, my positivity and humility, I really get that, one, just from my mother. My mother was just, like, since the since I was young, since she would just put it all out there and she would, she would put all her faith, still to this day, in God. She would put, mm. she'd get all of her worries. You know, I made a song called No Worries and back in like 2016. And it really was dedicated to her because, you know, um, it's when I moved to California and I was just sort of trying something new. I thought yeah. California was where I needed to be at and it wasn't, you know. And I was like, I was having a real, you know, tough time. And, you know, I, I talked to her mom, just, and she was just like, you worry too much. You know, you have to have faith. You have, like, you, you can't just be, you know, all anxious and have all this anxiety. Just give it to God. Just, like, let it go. And Let it go. Yeah, let there. it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Exactly, going back it's to funny the roots. You know, you know I, I, like, I write music for the people. I write mm -hmm. music, but I also write music as a coping mechanism for myself. Sometimes mm -hmm. I go back to it, and I'm just like, where, where I was in that state of mind, like, that's where, like, you know, I need to be more, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, again, it's like some days you feel up, some days, you know, you're down or you're, like, trying to figure it out. So, um, yeah, a lot of the positivity, it really comes from my mom. And, you know, um, the other part, too, is just, like, I've just always been this way. It's always been, like, that light inside me. I've always mm -hmm. been just, like, a positive figure. Like, I've always been po just a positive person, like, you know, enthusiastic, like, optimistic you know, and, you know, kind of like a, just a free spirit, like people may call it careless or like whatever, but it's like, yeah. you know, I, I never really try to like latch on to too many things, even like materialistic, no matter if it's a watch or a chain or a ring, whatever it is, like even 
my wife when I when I when I proposed to her even a ring like for me in my heart like I I, I told her I was like we were married before this mm. you know what I mean like God knew like Lord knew we were married way before this wow. so like you know but it's just like the things of you know God's wisdom and things of the world you know how the world sees it you know what I mean so you got to put things in perspective how you know you want to you know protect your family at all types of Absolutely. levels you know what I mean Absolutely. so. You know, I look at it like that, but um, but yeah, you know, I just like, yeah, it's just God given. Yeah, God given. You know, and, and that's the thing though too, because yeah. you, you you talk a lot about this like you getting closer to God, which yeah. to me is is beyond a phenomenal thing. Like, yeah. I'm a person of faith, right? My mm-hmm. grandma, the way I grew up, grandma was always telling me, you gotta have faith, mm-hmm. always have faith, right? Do you remember that specific pivotal point where you got closer to God? You were like, you know, enough is enough. Let me just go back to what mom taught me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that point when I, yeah, that point when I like really was just reaching for God and really was asking for answers and just direction was like two years ago, about a year and a half ago, like two years ago, my brother actually passed away from cancer. Mm, so my little brother, no, it's okay. Getting a little emotional, you know, but um, yeah. So my little brother Abu, he um, he passed away because he had um, he had cancer in his eye, mm. and um, you know, you know, it was it was tough to just like see him go out like that, you know. He was he was twenty one when he went out, mm. and you know, like just like knowing the person like he is, and just you know, you know, basically like raising him or being part of like you know, you know, raising him and. And just, you know, seeing him go out like that, you know, he struggled, like, you know, it was a painful, you know, he, it was, it was so painful, you know, he had tubes all down his throat, man, like, you know, and, you know, just like that, you know, really just changed my whole perspective on this life, like what the meaning was of life, you know, because, you know, you think, you know, like you'll live forever, you think you, you know, you won't get sick even now, you know, coronavirus, some people don't think they'll get sick. You know, I know people's family members. My boy's mom died. Wow. You know what I mean? And he's just like, I'm just like, wow. It hit me because I'm like, you know, I'm hearing stories. But like yeah. when something like that's close to you, if it's a friend, if it's, a, you know, your wife or whatever it is, you know, and, and their family member or their mom or something, you know, it's like, you know, it puts things in perspective. That's why this and this time is, is so interesting you know, and like God is working in so many great ways, but God really like, he really, um, he, you know, he really was just waiting for me. Like, you know, when my brother died, he really was just like, you know, like I just been waiting for you to talk to me, waiting for you to just, you know, just pour out. And, you know, like from there, like I just, I just been walking so much closer with him, you know, and I, and I, I thank him so much because like, you know, the reason I'm here even now is literally, because of him or because of like the direction I've been given and I just feel so blessed like you know and and it's it's just important just for everybody to like that's why I think even the quarantine situation is so unique because I I, non-believer or or not whatever you want to call it it's God Yahweh if it's the universe like there's always that something that's talking to you Mm. you know and like when you know we're out and we're living, we get, there's so many distractions. So mm-hmm. like when we're quarantined, you know, like God is just waiting for us to really just listen. Like maybe you'll, you'll, you'll like, Absolutely. you know, have a, you know, kind of, yeah, maybe you'll just like, you know, listen a little better, you know, but that's really all it is about. Like God is always talking 
with us. He's always walking with us. It's about right. just listening for direction, you know. Just yeah. Amen to that, man. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah, no, I really no appreciate doubt, you sharing. Appreciate that. I took some time to do a little research, right, yeah. outside of what I knew from you, yeah. um, what I've learned from you, just from following you, seeing everything from the the moment. I would even think you planted a seed, right? I think mm. you planted a seed back in 2013. I'm like, yo, a lot of the things you were saying were relatable, like you mm. said. A lot of the experiences and mm. what you talk about are very relatable. Um, but through this interview, I saw you said that you always knew you could sing. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the age when you knew you could sing? Man, like, you know, probably around the same time I started rapping, like, like seven, eight. You know, growing up in church, like, you know, being in the in the choir. Nice. You know, nice. we sang our little hymns and and all that. You know, and I always knew I could sing. Like, I would hear people sing, and I'm just like, no, I could do that. But I just wasn't, I wasn't that confident yet. Mm. Like, I was very timid. You know, when I was a I was a kid. Like, I was very confident, too, but when it came to, like, that, like, it came to, like, jumping on stage, you know, I'm just like, nah, like, you know, um, but, yeah, I was, like, I would say around, like, yeah, seven, eight, um, yeah, I always knew I could sing, you know, and, and, but it it took basically, yeah, like, ten, ten years for me to actually, like, take on, like, my first, um, like, yeah, like, take on and join, like, my first, like, uh, Absolutely. chorus. Yeah, because even in that same interview, you said you were timid, but you're also terrified, right? Because yeah. I think at the time, terrified. you was playing football, you yeah. all macho, you were masculine yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, why, why did, why did, how did yeah. you overcome that? Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, you know, that, like, timidness, that timidness, like, grew with me all the way to when I was, you know, when I was in Albany High and actually transferred uh, to a school called Albany Academy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I transferred, I just felt like, you know, I needed to just, like, really, like, express myself and be really who I was put here to be, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, growing up in the hood is like, you know, and, and being a rapper is like, you know, before Drake, you, you weren't really rapping and singing like that. I always knew I had it. I didn't really know how to put it together, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, and just having my brothers, too, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I wanted to sing around them and all. You know, because, you know, we grew up, it was, it was five boys and one girl in the house. So, you know, our house was very masculine. So I just didn't want to be R&B singing all over the place, <laughs> you know. But, um, but again, sure. I, you know, I always knew and, and it took me to go to, you know, the private school to get away from everybody and just mm-hmm. be like, I, you know, I'm going to join this chorus class. And um, I joined this chorus class um, at Albany Academies. Um, and, yeah, it was like the rest was history, you know, like, and I, obviously I was like, you know, I stood right out, you know, being like 6'2", you know, all the kids, they were just like, you know, I, I think I was maybe the only black person in there, you know, everybody was just like, yeah, I just basically stood out, yeah. you know, but, but again, I had so much fun because I, one, I had a great teacher too, yeah. um, and, and, you know, he really like, he really pushed me to just be like, he really just encouraged me, to, you know, like, you can do it, and he gave me this leading role um, nice. to one of these songs and it was like a call and response like I was like the lead singer and the, and the chorus was like responding to it and like you know from there then I joined I did a musical and like you know that's really where like the whole performance and like performing arts you know the passion for just performing and getting on stage that really took place because you know like being on stage is terrifying too yeah. you know what I mean you know and doing a whole musical remembering all the lines I remember like slacking in the beginning, 
And you know, music teacher's like, yo, you better learn these yeah. lines yeah. before you get up there and you freeze. So like, yeah, you know, you know, and yeah, it, it was fun. And like, I literally, that that was like the pivotal moment of of like me knowing what I wanted to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and like what I want, what I knew I was passionate about mm-hmm. and passionate just about music and rapping and singing and just creating music, creating art and, you know, and, and just being like an avid music listener. So absolutely. Yeah. And even though I want to hone in on a couple of things you mentioned there, one being that you said it's terrifying to even get on stage. How do you, I mean, you performed and opened up for, you know, yeah. some of these notable artists that I mentioned before, but how do you mentally prepare for some of these things? Yeah. You know, um, like all those shows, I mean, I was, I was good. Like it's crazy. Cause like after I performed, um, did that musical, I swear the rest was history. Like, oh, wow. and actually, well, I lied, I lied, I lied. Okay, my first, <laughs> okay, my first, my very first show, my very first opening act ever, I opened up for Mac Miller mm. in Pittsburgh. This was when I was a sophomore in college, and I just dropped my first mixtape, Looking for Better Days. I'm like all hyped about it. I'm like promoting it on Facebook. I'm like, there was like this, there was this, uh, that's when Facebook like groups were like popping. They mm. had this like weed smoking group, and I had a song called Get High, and I like posted it, like, hey, everybody have fun. You just you know? dropped it. Just, just dropped it, and some nice. dude that was in there hit me up, was like, yo, you know, I do music, I do concerts and stuff like that. You know, I can't pay you, but you know, you can open up for this artist that's blown up right now. And it's crazy because a, a week before that, my boy posted Mac Miller, and I'm like, who, who is this artist? Kool Aid wow. and Frozen Pizza. Yeah. A week later, I'm opening up for him, or I get the wow. word, you know, and it's crazy because. I'm like, bet. So me and my, my right-hand man, my producer, shout out to Lucas Haas. He's like, he's been with me since, since the jump, since Dope. my first mixtape. He went to Omni Academy together. Oh, still, good, still to this day. Family we family close, for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. And, you know, we drove down there. We drove down to, uh, to uh, Pittsburgh, and um, we opened up for Mac. And, and yeah, I, I, I was nervous. I was nervous, man. I was nervous as hell, like. I smoked some weed too. <laughs> yeah, I was like at the nerves. Out know, yeah, bit, you know, but sure. but you know the fans they showed so much love. Like it it was like the love that I got. Like it was it was beyond like all the anxiety and everything like that. And I swear after that, like every like I could just jump on stage. I could wow. do whatever you know because I realized that just like being who I am and being myself, it, it really. Um, it really like triggered with the crowd like they really felt that you know just a lot of people they always just they always commented on my charisma on stage mm-hmm. and really I just like I be my, I'm, I'm myself like right. you know I just get on stage I like to have fun I like to engage with the crowd and make people feel you know like I see them you know what I mean like Absolutely. you know have fun and and um but yeah I, I definitely was terrified my very first show on Mac Miller but everything after that was 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 it's like it's I mean, to. yeah, like you said, a lot of people like taking that first step and not knowing what, yeah, how much you can overcome by just even taking that first step. Right. right? right. So my question to you is, and this is the second thing I wanted to hone in on, was uh, what would you tell people like the audience looking today and the viewers looking today, mm-hmm. um, who may have a hidden talent, right? Who may be gifted, who may be know that they could sing from the age of like you know seven or whatever yeah. the case may be, or something that they want to put out to the world, but they're second guessing themselves. What would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, number one is just like, just do it. Just don't. And it's it's easy to say like just it's easier said than done, but like you 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 have to like not you have you you have to have fun with it. Like, cause in the end, when you're not having fun with it and you're like caring what people think and everything if you're just like it's simple just put it out i'm having fun this is who i am 
enjoy. People give you feedback, whatever. They say shit. They say they love it, whatever. And just keep creating. Like, the, the main thing about it, like, I just, I believed in my art since yay high. Like, and I always just, I always just would just create. And, you know, it's, it's not fun when you're overthinking mm. what people think. You're trying to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. Like, you know, just put it out and, and see the feedback you can get from it. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And just have, and have fun. You know what I mean? I, I really think that's just, that's, that's really essential. Like, have fun in whatever you do. You know, you're doing this. Like, right. you could tell you're having fun. Yeah. With I'm, it. Even I'm though, having a blast. Yeah, you know what I mean? Even yeah. though you're serious and, like, right. you, you could tell it's very professional, yeah. you know, but, like, in the end, it's like, let's just do it. Like, yeah, boom, let's, sure. let's see where it takes, you, you know, see where it takes us because, you know, you never know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this could lead to something big and within off the cuff or this could lead to something big and uh, something else that you may Absolutely. create or manifest, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, and you know? that's the goal to it, right? You know, I want to be able to showcase, like, different stories like yours and stuff yeah. who people may not know who Muna is yeah. outside of his music, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's such a pivotal thing and such an important thing to showcase because there's more to who, you know, you are as a, as a person, as an individual, as an artist. Yeah. And, and that's why I built something like this, you know, to be able to showcase those stories in very organic, authentic ways. So, and that's what I'm getting from you, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the energy from you is just like coming to me and I'm feeding off the energy because yeah. it's like, it's genuine, you know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. it hits home as, as always. Um, and now moving, going back to, to, to music a little bit more and spending a little bit more time there, yeah. um, what do you hope people get from, from your music as they listen to it? You know, um, yeah, I hope that people just get that, you know, life is about ups and downs and you got to just, you got to just keep going, mm. you know, like, you know, it, it, it's okay, you know, to be up and be down, you know, like, but like you like just have to be, you know, you just have to like, just be grounded in knowing that like, like through through my through my highs, I'm not gonna get too high. Right. And through my lows, I'm not gonna get too low. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm just kind of like walking that fine line. But like, I mean, that's really what life's about. It's about you know overcoming adversity. Yeah. You know, and then and picking people up, like giving back. You mm -hmm. know, and you know that's what I want people to take from it. That you know, like nobody's perfect, and just you know, like have fun with it. You know, and yeah, beautiful man. Yeah. And to that giving uh, giving back part, right? Yeah. I, I saw. Uh, on your IG, probably a few years ago, you told you went back to your high school. Yeah, and you performed and stuff in front of all yeah. the kids and oh, stuff. Man, Tell amazing. me about that experience. Yeah, man. So you know, actually, uh, so I went back. I went back to Albany to do a show. I was actually opening up for uh, Jay Critch, mm. um, and you know, I just stopped in my old high school. I usually always stop in like a yeah. high school. I would stop even in. Um, you Albany, I start always stopping EOP to just say what's up real quick, you know right. what I mean, if I'm doing something, you know, always wanting to show love, and I just stopped just to, you know, say what's up to all the teachers and everybody that's, that's helped me out during my journey, and they were having a pep rally, mm. you know, and, you know, all my music teachers and everybody in the arts department, like, they love my music, and they love that song, No Worries, and they, were, they always play for the kids and everything like that, and I got there, they were like, you're like, hey, you want to perform? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, and I actually had um, a bag um, full of my 1991 hats. Mm. And, you know, I was going to give them out for like the show and Jay Chris, but I'm like, yeah. ah, these are kids here. Like, sure. boom, I got there, I performed. It was, it was crazy. Like, you know, just anybody loves free stuff. And yeah. like, I'm, you know, 
Why not? Right. It's, it's all love, you know what I mean? And yeah, it, it was amazing. It was amazing just going back and like, just like seeing all the new faces and everything, and just and just you know, and just seeing like how much you can uh, you can inspire like kids, you know, because in that school everybody's wearing uniforms, yeah. everybody's this and that, you know what I mean? Everybody's like, you know, everybody doesn't come from like, uh, you know, like doesn't come from wealth in in that community, but you know, a lot of people do, but at the same time, you know, like they see me I'm I'm there like yeah. in my urban wear my urban sure. fit you know what I mean yeah. like you know I'm a hip hop artist hip hop R&B artist whatever you want to call it like you know they see me and they're like okay like you know like yeah. Yeah, you don't have to just be like you don't have to go to medical school and you don't have to you don't even have to go to college like you know, I'm not encouraging people not to go to college but it's like you know figure out like what you want to do in life and how how you can get there, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. maybe college would be a waste of time for you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like, because I even look back at it now, even, like, you know, like, degree-wise, like, like, yeah, if I did it again, like, I probably would have went to college. Mm-hmm. But, like, you never. Probably wouldn't have. Nah. But, like, but when I think of, like, football and I think of, you know, I think of, like, making my mom happy mm-hmm. being the first to graduate from high school and college, when I think of, like, I had nowhere to go. I think of like, like college was a getaway for me, mm. like legit. Like I'm from Albany, and and I was always on campus. Like I was always like even through the breaks when everybody went home, oh, wow. stayed on Dust Quad, stayed on Empire. Wow. Like through the breaks, my mom like she moved to the city and stuff like that. I didn't even really have like family, family in Albany. But in the end, it's like you know I want to be in Albany. Like it was a getaway. Like yeah. I, you know, so I would be on campus. You know, so but I really used the campus's network. Mm. You know what I mean, and and you know to my advantage with my music and, and everything like that. So, but yeah, that's beautiful, yeah. man. You talked about the 1991 project, yeah. real Quick, right? Um, tell me more about that. So you got the shirt on, yeah, you got the merch on. Yeah, the merch, man. I got some merch for you too. I appreciate yeah, you. No doubt, that's love, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. And yeah, the 1991 project, it, it um, it really it just came about. You know, I wanted just I wanted to tell the world and just show people who I am, where I'm from. I tell mm. people I'm from, like, 1991, that's where I'm from. You know, I, I, like, I'm from a generation. I'm from an era, you know, that I, I feel like is just, uh, at, you know, just growing up, just growing up even today, like, is, is interesting because I, I just feel like I connect so much with the younger generation and the older generation. I feel mm. like we were blessed to have that. You know, they call us millennials, Absolutely. whatever they want to yeah. call it, but I feel like, you know, we bridge the gap you know what I mean, of having those strong morals and that foundation, but also are, like, innovative and, like, free-spirited enough to, like, not just, like, do what, like, maybe our parents or what they did and, like, right. you know, kind of, you know, so that's, that's really what the 1991 Project is about. It's just, like, you know, showcasing who I am as an artist, you know, um, from, you know, just singing um, on a track like Love Me Not, I'm just like really like soulfully singing on there and all the way to uh, a song called New Jack City. Uh, Freedom Riders, is the in, um, it's the intro track. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really talking about just like a kid um, growing up um, lost and eventually like finding, you know, his purpose in life mm-hmm. and like giving back to his community. And But yeah, you know, you know, the whole brand and everything was just amazing how it came about because when I first started making music back in, well, I first started like really going at it like mm-hmm. back in like 2009, 2010, 
But I always wanted like a brand. I'm like, yeah. I need that brand. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, don't force it. It'll come. It'll come. And it did. And it came. Wow. So. Beautiful. Man, I've been seeing great success of it, man, yeah. with the merch and stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing the site come up and then even the projects. So I, I took a couple of listens to it even before, you know, when it first came out and mm-hmm. even before we got on it, just to kind of give me that vibe. And I know, like, from your music, there's so many experiences there and stuff that learn more about you. Um, but, you know, as we kind of get towards the end of this interview, mm-hmm. I would love to ask you a little bit more because you talk a lot about, like, you know, your experiences, your upbringings, and mm-hmm. kind of funneling the motivation and inspiration to other people mm-hmm. and giving back to your community. What is the legacy you hope to leave behind? Oh, man, you know, I, you know, I just want to inspire, like, anyone who's maybe doubting themselves, mm. anyone who, who is like, you know, trying to find their way or maybe who doesn't, you know, fully believe in themselves or maybe want to do something that like the parents may not want them to do, you know, and I just want to inspire anybody and just tell them to live your life. Like mm. you, you have one life and it's yours. Like it's not your parents, not your brothers, you know, it's not anybody's but yours. And you know, and then embrace it. Embrace who you are. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people sometimes put themselves in a shell or they care what other people yeah. think. You know, you got to just put yourself out there. And that's what humility is. It's like, just put yourself out there. Don't care what people think, Absolutely. you know. Because people be hating anyway. Yeah. You know what For I mean? Sure like, you're going to have them. You know, and like Kobe said, it's like, you ain't got haters. Like, like you know, it's like you got a problem. Like, you know, because people are going to hate. Especially yeah. like, you know, when, when they see you doing positive things, you know what I mean? Somebody that, that like, is just, you know, maybe scared to do what you're doing right. could be just hating on you, you know? But, like, that same person, you can also uplift by having a conversation or just, like, being consistent in what you're doing and just showing, like, yo, I'm just being myself. I'm having fun with it, you know, just being authentic. Be yourself, you know, and always give back, you yeah. know? Always give back, always. you know, always give back to the, you know, to the youth. I've always loved kids growing up, like, always give back just to where you're from, if it's your city, it's from your program, or whatever it is, always give back because, That's beautiful. you know, like, so many people have gotten me, like, to where I am today, like, mm. so many, I can be here all day, including Claudio Gomez, that's my homie right Shout there, you Claudio know, you know, everybody sure. yeah. Claudio, love you, Claudio. And, um, you know, just so many people are so instrumental and by just, like, shedding some light, some mm-hmm. guidance, some direction, that it's like, if, you know, if you're holding on to wisdom, if you're holding on to anything, it's like, why? It's like, you know, you're going to go to the grave with it. You know, it's yeah. like having all this money and you're going to go to the grave with it. Right. It's like, what was the purpose for, sure. for all of it? So, yeah, it's beautiful, man. And the last question here, uh, I would love to kind of learn more. What, what can we expect from P. Moon and moving forward? Yeah, man, just expect new music. Dope. You know, and yeah, man, just expect just yeah, new music, great sounds, great new inspiration. Yeah, I'm just very excited to drop these new, this new project. Um, it's coming May, out soon? Yeah, May 29th. Okay. I'm dropping a, pro, um, dropping a single called New Religion. Nice. Um, and then, you know, just over the course of the summer, I'm going to be dropping some singles, potentially a project, you know, you know, just having fun with it. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? So, uh, you know, I, I encourage people to just, you know, follow and, and just like join the journey, you know, cop some merch. For sure. You know, be great. Be a goat. 
Yeah, you know? yes, sir. Yeah. And then um, lastly, you, know, you said, you know, cop the merch. How can we best support you? Like, what are some of the things, some of the IG handles? Is there mm-hmm. a merch site we could, like, follow you or, or like, cop some merch on? Yeah. How you, do we um, best support you? Yeah, you can. I mean, if you, if you go on um, pmunamusic.com, merch is up there. Or you can just message me on Instagram. It's impmuna. Send me a DM and I'll send you some merch. Um, like, as of right now, it's like um, I have, like, a lot bunch of things coming soon absolutely and all but um once once i get things rolling again you know i'll, I'll be like i'll kind of mass um like promote it so people can cop it but yeah that's dope man any anything else you want to share with the people um it's just be great man be a goat you know you know you know the term goat yeah you know it's funny because sure. you know our, you know our generation knows the term you know goat greatest of all time yeah and you know, and I mean, that's really what it's about. Like, everyone's a GOAT. Everyone has that GOAT mentality in them. Everybody has that. Everybody's great. You know, so I just encourage people to be great. Like, be great in whatever you do. Like, you know, because once you find that, then you'll be able to really give back, you know, to the world. And yeah, just be great. Absolutely, know? man. Yeah. Well, you heard it from the GOAT himself. You know what I'm saying? You the GOAT. Nah, nah, I appreciate you, you man. man. Like I said, there's so much. We talked about so much, yeah. man, and I hope, you know, the audience sees for who you are, you know, way the way you develop, yeah. where you are now, and how much so, so much you overcame. So I just appreciate you for being authentic, you, you know, appreciate you. being transparent with me, and just always keeping it real, man. Yeah. You know, that's, that's those like the, the objectives and of what being a GOAT is, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that humility, Muna, is something that I always admire from you, so... I wish you all going success. Thank really, you, really too. appreciate you for just being on our show again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just continue grinding, bro. You know what I'm saying? Up, Shout man. out to the, to, to the new family. Yeah, thank right? you, bro. I appreciate and it. And yeah. just more ongoing success. So I really appreciate you thank for you, being bro. on. Thank you, man. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And there you have it. You know, that was Off the Cuff with P. Muna, where conversations lead to inspiration. Again, my name is Christian Palmer. And for those who are tuning in, I hope you continue to stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive. And just keep grinding like you heard the go himself, you know, just be humble, be who you are and go chase your dreams for wherever they are. You know, again, my name is Christian Palmer with Off the Cuff, where conversations lead to inspiration.